Welcome again to the Business of Kush, the cannabis business podcast where your host Chip Schweiger, the Greenleaf CPA, and his guests talk about all the business side of the cannabis industry, including accounting, finance, investing, and news of the day. If you're a cannabis business owner, investor, or industry insider looking for the dopest tips to make more money, improve profits, and increase the value of your cannabis business, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, Chip Schweiger. Hi, folks, and welcome to this week's episode of The Business of Kush, the podcast where you get one actionable tip each and every week to increase the value of your cannabis business. For our regular listeners and subscribers, welcome back. So great to have you here again this week. And if you are a new listener, a very warm welcome to what in a short time has really become one of the top cannabis business podcasts out there. So if you found yourself here for the first time, you're in great company. Once again, I'm your host, Chip Schweiger, the Greenleaf CPA. And if you've listened before, you know that I'm that guy who's made it his mission to see you and your cannabis business grow. Each week, our goal is to support you by bringing 28 years of experience in public accounting and corporate finance to you, the cannabis entrepreneur. So I created this podcast with you in mind, and we set out to bring you tips and tricks to make more money or build a more successful cannabis business. And we also do our best to support the continued federal legalization of cannabis in every state and for every adult. Hey, speaking of that, did you see that the report that auto insurance premiums decreased in states following the legalization of medical marijuana in those states? Well, according to a new study that builds on existing research that signals that cannabis reform is associated with a reduced risk of dangerous driving. So we're going to touch on that later in the show. But first, I want to talk about your cannabis business and its growth. You know, most every cannabis business starts small. It's you and maybe a few investors realizing your dream of starting up a new cannabis business, maybe in a state that just went legal. And small businesses, cannabis or otherwise, stay small either by choice or because they start chasing growth in the wrong places. Now, when you strip away the layers, it all comes down to darts. So imagine a dartboard with a bullseye and around it is a series of wider and wider circles. The bullseye is where the people just like you hang out. They're the people or businesses who feel the problem your company set out to solve. They are usually your first customers and your raving fans. Now, the further you go outside your bullseye, the less these prospects feel your exact pain. So why do entrepreneurs go outside their bullseye? Well, when you're self-funded your startup, you're scrambling. You're just trying to bootstrap your way to a company. You don't have a whole lot of money to invest in formal marketing, so you rely on word of mouth and referrals, which also means that you're often talking to people outside of your bullseye. These prospects may experience the problem you're trying to solve, but they're slightly different. That's why they're not really in the bullseye. They like your product and service, but maybe they want a little a tweak to it. So they want a customization or a different version. You don't see the harm in making a change and you start to adjust your offering to accommodate the customers outside of your bullseye. So your new and slightly outside of the bullseye customer tells her friends about how great you are and how you're willing to listen to their, to your customers. And she refers a prospect even further outside your bullseye who again asks you for another tweak. 
Now, making these changes to your original product or service to accommodate customers outside of the bullseye seems innocent enough at the time, but eventually that's what undermines your growth. Now, why? Well, to grow a business beyond your efforts, you need to hire employees or you need to build technology that can do the work. As humans, we are usually lousy at doing something for the first time, but can master most things with enough repetition. So think about a teacher uh, teaching a toddler how to tie his shoes, right? The first few attempts are usually pretty rough. It's a new skill and their tiny hands have never made that bunny ears bows before. So you break it down for the child and you show them how to master each step. Now that can take weeks and eventually they get it though. As adults, we don't even think about tying our shoes. We've mastered the skill by repetition. The same is true for your employees, and they need time to truly master the delivery of your product or service. Every time you make a tweak for a new customer outside of your bullseye, it's like changing the instructions on tying your shoelaces. It's disoriented for everyone and leads to substandard products and services, which customers receive and are less than enthusiastic about. Having unhappy customers often leads the owner to step in and quote-unquote fix the problem, right? While some founders can indeed create the customized product or service for their new outside-of-the-bullseye customer, they are making their company reliant on them in the process. And a business reliant on its founder will stall out at a handful of employees when the founder runs out of hours in the day. Now, the secret to avoiding this plateau and to continuing to grow is to be brutally disciplined in only serving customers in your bullseye for much longer than it feels natural. Now, when you want to grow, the temptation is to take whatever revenue you can, and I get it, but the kind of growth that comes from serving customers outside of your bullseye can really be a dead end. Now, there are a few other reasons why your business growth can stall. Quite frankly, sometimes there's just plain old lack of business growth opportunities. I mean, some businesses just aren't made to scale. So when I first started consulting with cannabis business owners, many didn't understand this fact. And I probably, quite frankly, didn't fully appreciate it. But a cannabis business in a little area is never going to be a multi-million dollar business, no matter how hard the CEO works. Either there's not enough customers in that geographic area, or there's too much competition, and the business is so labor-intensive that scaling is virtually impossible. I think the important analogy here is to make sure you aren't trying to win the Super Bowl with a peewee football team. Now, when I say this, sometimes people argue the point. For example, they may tell me that they can expand into other areas or maybe franchise into other locations. And of course, I'm not saying that there aren't many ways to scale a business, but some businesses are simply easier and less risky to scale than others are. Now, another factor we see is boredom. Yep, that's right. It's amazing how many of us get bored. We get bored with our marketing, with our product, and with our niche. Our boredom causes us to cancel marketing, taking our eye off the main business and onto some new exciting startup. They put business growth on the back burner to try out the latest shiny object. So want to sell and jump into a new exciting niche where every prospect says yes and sales come easily and banking is easy and there's no 280E to deal with? I get it. I'm not immune to those feelings either, and I can assure you that. But making changes because we're bored is insanity. If you have an ATM that's spitting out $100 bills, why would you try to rewire it? 
This is what people do when they're marketing or when they take their focus off of the main cash cow business. I can't tell you how many times I've heard someone say that they're stopping what's working because they want to try something new, and it's just crazy talk. And I think a third additional reason business growth stalls is people. If you read the crap that comes from some consultants, you'd think that every cannabis business is making tons of money overnight, that they just open their doors and the crowds are starting to come and they're knocking down their doors. While I do know people I could describe that way and who are making tons of money right out of the box, they're generally the exception and not the rule. It would seem to be like pointing to a group of billionaires and selling thousands of products with this promise. Just go buy this product and you too can be a billionaire. Now, in almost any business, it takes employees or at least outsource labor to grow. So if you've stalled, it might be because you need to invest in another employer or two to kickstart the growth. And look, I get it. When you invest in employees, your payroll becomes bloated and short-term profits go down and it's risky. But guess what? You're a business owner. That's the job. It's 99.99% of businesses need employees to make money. And the fourth reason your growth may be stalling is you're too externally focused. And this one can take a hold of the best of us. Personally, in my business right now, I'm in the middle of trying to scale up to even higher growth levels and to serve more of you. I'm planning to attend several industry conferences, rolling out a few new services. But one of the most interesting things I'm working on is a plan for our prospective client conversion rate. With no increases in the number of opportunities next year, a 10% increase in the conversion rate could equal an additional $100,000 in annual revenue for my firm. And that's an internal number worth focusing on. The point here is that by just focusing on internal opportunities, we have the potential to add new revenue and or cost reductions due to improved performance, which leads to increased margins. If you're not thinking about ways to work on these internal issues, you're leaving tons of new revenue and profit on the table. Business growth isn't easy, but it can be pretty simple assuming you have the opportunity in your current business model. You just have to be willing to invest, and that means invest in yourself. Congratulations, by the way, for listening to this podcast episode. And it means investing in your company by hiring the right people all while focusing on improving your systems and processes. So if you think too much external focus may be hurting your growth, ask yourself, who should I hire right away? What internal challenges could you fix that would drive an increase in profits? And can you do a better job of converting prospects into customers and clients? How about you and your employees, and how are you doing on upsells? And this is really a great opportunity here if you have a dispensary. Now, I know it's a lot to think about, but if your business growth has stalled or worse started to decline, it's definitely worth considering whether any of these dynamics are at play. We get what we measure in life and in business. So identifying, addressing, and then measuring progress in any one of these attributes can make the difference between the canopner that everyone talks about with comments like, man, they just opened their doors and became a millionaire, and someone who spends time thinking, you know, Maybe there is another industry I should get into. And we don't want that. The cannabis industry needs you and your ideas and your passion. We need you to continue this movement. So stick with it. And if things are starting to slow down, don't duck in the corner. Don't get frustrated. Just get busy and identify why you've topped out. And then let's talk about how to fix it. 
I'm always here for you in your cannabis business. So feel free to drop me a note at any time at chip at the greenleafcpa.com and we'll help you get unstuck. All right, let's get to our last segment. And that's the one that we call news of the day. News of the day. Okay. And as I mentioned at the start of the show, we're just going to do one news article this week. Uh, and this one comes to us from Marijuana Moment. So the headline is Medical Marijuana Legalization Linked to Reduced Drunk Driving and Safer Roads. And this comes from a study on auto insurance data. So the study published this month in the journal Health Economics analyzed insurance data from 2014 to 2019. And it found that premiums dropped by $22 per year on average after states enacted legalization rather. And the study authors think that they may have something to do with reduced drunk driving in those states, signaling a possible substitution effect whereby people switch from alcohol to cannabis. So a $22 premium reduction might not seem significant on its face, but the reason for that decline is why it's so important. Access to medical cannabis seems to be linked to a better road safety, which translates into significant cost savings, both collectively for people paying insurance premiums and overall for health-related expenditures related to auto accidents. Now, this analysis determined that medical, and I'm quoting now, that Medical cannabis legalization has reduced auto insurance premiums by $1.5 billion in all states that have currently legalized, with the potential to reduce premiums by an additional $900 million if the remaining states were to legalize. So that's a combined total of $2.4 billion in potential payment reduction for drivers under nationwide medical cannabis access. Fewer health expenditures in auto claims also mean that about $820 million annually in cost savings in legal medical marijuana states, the study says, and there's a potential for an additional $350 million in annual savings if cannabis is legalized across the country. So now what makes this study unique is that it focuses on auto insurance trends, whereas most research into the relationship between marijuana reform and road safety have looked at data on traffic fatalities. So this will be something I think that's interesting to continue to look at. I think that the prohibitionists out there are obviously uh, will not want to see this information because it doesn't further their goal. But for those of us in this community, I think this makes a lot of sense, right? Uh, and a separate recent study found that states that have enacted legalization are actually seeing less driving under the influence of marijuana than states that have maintained criminalization. So again, one more reason, as we've talked about many, many times on this show, one more reason to take seriously the legalization, federal legalization, full legalization of cannabis. Hey, quick question for you. Are you liking what you're hearing on the business of Kush? Well, if so, please consider dropping us a note at our website at bizofkush.com. Now, if you do go there, you'll see that we've got every episode with the show notes and a place for you to ask questions or provide feedback on what you'd like to hear more of. This show is for you, so if you're stuck on something in your cannabis business, let us know and we'll help you dig into it. So head on over to bizofkush.com and please drop us a note. And even if you just want to say hi, we'd love to hear from you, either in a comment or you can leave us a voice message while you're there. And also just one last reminder, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on Twitter. And all of them are at bizofkush. So let's connect. 
And with that, we're done for this week. Thanks again for investing some of your time listening. I know that there's a lot of information out there. So we'll continue to do our best to serve this community by bringing you the right stuff so that you can keep growing and keep growing. Look forward to you joining us again next week. We'll see you. You've been listening to The Business of Kush, the podcast for cannabis business owners, investors, and industry insiders. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to this podcast. It's easy to do by clicking on that subscribe button or follow button. And you can also follow us on social media at at BizOfKush or visit us on the web at www.thegreenleafcpa.com forward slash listen. We'll catch you in the next episode. And thanks again for listening to The Business of Kush.